Welcome to Kick Some ADHD, the podcast for professionals and business owners who struggle to stay focused and get the important stuff done. We'll help you understand how to maximize the unique advantages that come with ADHD and learn ways to keep the struggles and negative impacts at bay. Now, here are your hosts, ADHD coach for professionals, Dana Rayburn, and digital marketing strategist, David Johnson. All right, we're kicking some ADHD today. This time, it's attacks. And my amazing co-host is here as well. Dana, how are you today? Fabulous, David. And you? I'm good, except, you know, it's expensive sometimes to to be someone with ADHD. <laughs> yeah, it is. We get an extra tax that a lot of other people don't have. And that's what I want to talk about today. How about you? Uh, yeah, I always thought it was just because I was an entrepreneur <laughs> and, you know, not risk averse. I, I have like zero risk aversion. <laughs> so Me too, yeah. I, I, I didn't realize just how impulsive my, my brain was and then the the fact that those... I, I also had a good ability prior to my diagnosis uh, to forget <laughs> The many different yeah. ways. Yeah, that forgetting. We'll talk about that too. It's all part of the ADHD tax. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, why don't we dive right in? What do, what do we mean by the ADHD tax that, that, that we folks who have this wonderful trait get to pay? One way I like to look at it is it's the extra charges that we incur that we have to pay because of our ADHD. So the things that just extra expenses, the oops, I forgot the, you know, I didn't pay that. I didn't do this. I didn't fill that out. I don't want to all of those things. So it's extra expenses that we incur because we have ADHD. And you're not just talking about the every three months I have to go see the doctor and then buy medication on a regular basis stuff, right? I mean, those are the obvious ones. No. Yeah, those are obvious, but a lot of people have conditions where they have to see a doctor or they need sure. a coach or they need a therapist or they need extra <clears throat> support and help. So what the way I look at it is is the the cost of the symptoms of ADHD. If that does I'm is that clear? Does that make sense? Oh, it totally makes sense. Um I it it so so one one thing that immediately comes to mind for me is just this idea that if something is out of sight, it's out of mind. Um, and I know that that's not necessarily true of everybody with ADHD, but that's something that's definitely true with me and things that are out of mind. Wow. They can pile up on you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it can even be more than out of mind. I've got, I've got some examples. My, the one that broke my heart the most was one of my clients. We will call her Dan, Danny, and she needed a certification for work and she forgot she needed to redo her certification. Oh. So she was put on a leave of absence, an unpaid leave of absence for, I, you know, it was like two months until she could take all the CEUs, get all the credits, get recertified and do all the forms and everything. And it was just because she forgot. Oh, my goodness. So she not only did she probably have to pay more money late fee or whatever for the actual certification, but she lost her income for a couple months. Yes. And this Ouch. is a single woman who's, Ugh. you know, it's a one person household and she's not rolling in cash anyway. So it was a huge hit for her. Oh, my goodness. That's yeah. brutal. So, I, I mean, I think about things like 
when did I last go to the dentist? <laughs> right. Oh, my gosh. That was a long time ago. Like yeah. I, I wouldn't want to admit how long ago it was that I went to. You know, it's one of those things. Yeah. I, I mean, who knew? <laughs> who knew? And then and then there's cavities and on and on and on and on that add up expenses. Uh, one of them that happened to me was that I didn't. And this was, I was consciously made this decision, but I have a P.O. box for the business that is the only mail that goes there is for the business. So I don't have to have our personal address on the website. And I purposely decided not to go check the P.O. box for a couple of months. Well, lo and behold, the P.O. box bill, the annual bill was in there. And so the P.O. box, the I lost access to it so the key was changed and the, you know all of this stuff i had to go pay all these fines and fees to get the p.o box opened again did they still have your number when you, yes oh they, that's good. yeah i had yeah, to they buy yeah go ahead no they, yeah they didn't they didn't give it up it hadn't been that long it was just long enough it was just, a few weeks that it was just a the um rpa uh, if Right. Royal pain in the you know what. Um, it was in our it was an RPA situation. Yeah, I I have um, I have rekeyed the PO box numerous times because they drill the lock out and put a new one in. Uh, so I've I've had to do that. I my 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 solution for that was that I I got I moved my PO box to a private you know one of those mailing places. So yeah. and it's next door to Starbucks. <laughs> Oh, perfect. So you're going to get some some strategic self medication, and you can check your mail. I yeah, Excellent exactly. Solution. And I also I set it, it. I set it for every three months instead of you know annually. <laughs> so yeah. so you know it's it's a little less boy. But I've done that. I've done the same thing. Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. So so David, the, you know, then the next question can become okay. If we understand that there is a tax for having ADHD, and then why? Where does it come from? And there are three three main reasons okay. that I see. One is procrastination. Ooh. The I don't want is I don't want to do that. I don't I don't. This form is too hard to fill out. I don't want to do it. Or, uh, you know, I, it seems impossible to call the dentist. I don't want to do that. And and so there's procrastination. There's the one you already mentioned, forgetting. Yeah. Which is a classic ADHD symptom. It's in it's in the diagnostic criteria for ADHD is is forgetfulness. I had forgotten that actually. <laughs> Yeah, we don't remember. <laughs> Sorry. It's true, though. I did. I, I forgot. Yep. Yeah. We don't remember. We just don't remember. And then the third one is ignoring. We ignore things that we know we ought to do, but we just decide, no, I'm not going to do it. And it's not this. It's it. That's a different flavor than procrastination because it's conscious. It's not. I don't want to do it. It's just, no, I'm not going to do that. Yikes. I, I, I think in, like right up there in the forgetting category is is. Uh, obviously stuff like you just said or you know you forget the due date or whatever on the thing but there's the other thing like i have gotten interested in hobbies right where i'm like hey this is exciting and then something else comes along and i put the thing aside and then i forget that i paid money for the you know it could be a musical instrument right it could be gear and equipment and stuff and it's all sitting there unused and i come back and i went oh i'm completely interested in this how did i forget that I'm interested in this, you know? Yeah, and that I hadn't even thought of that one, David, as the ADHD tax, but it really is because we we do that all the time. And I used to have great shame around this that yes. I would get all excited 
about a hobby, I would go out and buy everything yes. because it was shiny and new and interesting. And it wasn't even consciously deciding I wasn't going to fly fish anymore or I wasn't going to scuba dive anymore. Exactly. Or I wasn't going to ski anymore. It was I just forgot. Right. And and people who, who don't have ADHD, like I know they hear that story and they go, that is ridiculous. How could you forget a hobby? How could you forget an interest? Like, but it, it's true. And the shame is is even worse because, like, I remember just I have these echoes of my mom. God bless her. I mean, she didn't know, but she would say, "You never finish anything." You know, you start yeah. something, and they wouldn't want to buy me a you know a, a a new whatever as a when as a teenager. No, because then you just you'll forget. Or they didn't even say you'd forget. They just said you won't finish. You won't ever right. do anything with it. And right. I was like, oh, well, that's terrible. <laughs> yeah. What a horrible one message, of, right? Anyway. One of my relatives who will go unnamed, he's not been diagnosed, but man, there's symptoms there. He <laughs> bought an airplane and got his airplane license. So we're not talking $200. Right. You know, we're talking huge money. And he just lost interest and walked away. Uh, you know, it's just crazy. It's oh, crazy. Wow. But anyway, those are all examples of the ADHD tax. And these are the extra kinds of fees that we pay just because of the way our brains work. Right, right. So pro procrastination, forgetting, and ignoring. I've done all of those. Sometimes all three to the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all three at the same time about yeah. the same thing. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, so we know why, why it happens. And I could, I, I could keep coming up with examples like all day, yeah. <laughs> right? You know, yeah, I, mean, I, could, I could too. Oh, I could these, too. some of these are just brutal, but I thankfully have never bought an airplane and forgotten about it. So that, <laughs> <laughs> that I think I would remember, <laughs> but okay. So, so Dana, what do we do to, to like mitigate the cost? I mean, I, I think about business, I'm going to add one. It's, it's actually procrastination, but it's a different form of attacks. It's it's this cycle that I have seen in my own business where I'm late on a deliverable to a client. And so I decide that when I do deliver it, it has to blow their mind. So I spend even more time on it, which makes it even later, of course. But then it leads to like the domino effect, right? There's other projects that get delayed and, and so forth. But I always feel like I have to over deliver because I'm not on time, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and okay. thankfully, that's be that's better now. But that's that's been a habit for years. I mean, years and years. And so you end up, you know, if I if I were calculating my hourly rate, right, I'm actually losing income from the, it's another form of the tax. Yeah, it is. You're paying actually probably paying them money. And I'm glad to hear that that's getting better because I know Thank that you. we've talked about that one before. And uh, people just want their stuff. They don't want it to be perfect. I know, right? Yeah. But then I think, yeah. well, the reason they're hiring me is because they expect a certain whatever, you know, and then I have to deliver that. And then, ah, and then it gets worse, you know. So, okay, so we know what the what the tax is and sort of where where it's coming from. So how how do you, when you're working with people that are paying the tax, <laughs> how, do you, uh, how do you approach this? I mean, because you have to, it would seem to me you at least have to address the psychological part of it, the shame side of it because that's yes. I mean I, I don't know how you would even begin to fix this without at least bruising that topic right right and you and and in coaching the way that I work we've got to be really careful that we don't dip into the therapy world with which the the emotional healing and 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 
um, healing the emotional wounds that so many of us have with ADHD. And that's where the shame comes in. Mm. But we can just dip into there a little bit and acknowledge that it's there. And if the shame is in such a level that somebody can't move forward, that they can't function, uh, that they can't do the work, then they need to have therapy. And, and that does happen rarely, but every once in a while with clients. Um, so which is another form of tax, you know, <laughs> you know, yeah, right. Yeah, right. exactly. Exactly. So you do have to acknowledge the shame, but then we have to look at the shame and then we have to move on because the real, in my opinion, as a coach, and so as a coach, I'm looking for moving forward to create solutions, mm -hmm. I'm not looking into digging in too much into the spending too much time in the emotional realm. So what do we do about it? How do we address the procrastination? How do we address the forgetting? How do we address the ignoring? What do we do? And there are um, skills that we can learn. And these are the things that we that I teach on how, you know, what do you do about it? And David, as I was preparing for this, I realized that these are each huge topics. We could do multiple weeks on procrastination. We could do multiple podcasts on forgetting. And so I just want to touch on them a little bit today uh, and give kind of the overview. And then future podcasts, we can really dig in and get deep and, and juicy on all so of this So we'll put stuff. those off as long as we don't forget about them or ignore them. We'll be in good yeah, shape let's just let's do them later. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So, so let's, yeah, I, I like that approach though. Cause, cause, cause it, it's helpful to at least, you know, get some idea where we're going with, with, with each of these things. Right. Right. So the, I, my approach to a lot of these things is that until you notice it, you can't fix it. Fair enough. So it's building the awareness with the procrastination. Let's talk about that first is this is a huge one where we most people I find have messages they tell themselves, feelings that they have, think behaviors that they exhibit when they are procrastinating. Okay. And what I work with my clients to do is get really clear on those. What are the what do you say to yourself when you're deciding to procrastinate? I'll do it later is a huge common one. I don't wanna the toddler brain I call it. I don't want to do that. Um the I shouldn't have to do this, which is that's the teenager brain, this idea that Ooh. we got we got somewhere in life, this idea that we don't have to do things that we don't want to, we shouldn't have to do things that we don't want to do. And so noticing your own personal messages, those three are really common ones. But but noticing the ones that you have, or behaviors. Uh, I know when I'm procrastinating. I because I'm often it's because I'm confused about something. And I'll see when I procrastinate over and over and over again, then I know, okay, Dana, it's time to stop and get clear about what it is that you're supposed to be doing. And or emotions when I'm confused about something, I get overwhelmed. How does that feel? How can I identify it? So we won't make the procrastination go away, but we will shorten the time between when we start procrastinating and when we actually get the darn thing done. I think just listening to you talk about this, I think the one that resonates with me the most is probably, and I hate to say it, but it's the toddler. It's the toddler brain. Like I, I don't want to, but it's usually not like the willful toddler going, oh, it's usually like that's boring and I have other things that are interesting. And right. so that right. thing just automatically gets a rung or two down the priority list and stays, you know, down there until now it's on fire. <laughs> so it's mm -hmm. burning. So now I have to be a fireman and, and work on that. So, yeah. yeah, that's the that's the one. But I do. I, I am aware of it. So that's good. 
<laughs> yeah, that's good. Right. And and then just a real quick the the then the next approach you notice it. And then what do you do about it? Because okay. we can notice things all day long and still ignore them. Perfect. But the, but we then we need tools and tricks and strategies for getting started. Often, if we can get started on something, we can follow through on it. We can at least make progress. And once we start on something, often we can take it through. And we're aware of it. And we have the strategies and we know what to do. We can take it through to finish. I, uh, I think, yeah, for me, a lot of times getting started is about tricking my brain into cooperating, which it sounds terrible to say, but I have, sometimes I just have to do that, you know? Well, you, you have a child when she was a toddler. What did you do when she did the, I don't want us? Right. Yeah. You find a you way trick to, them. yeah, exactly. You distract him. You distract him. You trick him. You, you, oh honey, that's okay. And you just go ahead and. Well, and then you get it done anyway, or you get them to get it done anyway. And mine had ADHD, so distracting her was, you know, <laughs> we didn't know at the time, but, <laughs> you know, that worked. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. So that's that's kind of the overview on the approach to procrastination. Is this easy? No. It takes a lot of awareness. It takes it takes work. This isn't something you'd start doing, you, you know, you do automatically in one week. But remember, we're building consistently. See, consistency. Exactly. We're consistently working to get better and better at better at this skill. Gotcha. Okay. So that's good. I got, we got a little touch on procrastination. So what about forgetting? I mean, I think I know what you're going to say on this, but I'm interested to hear what it is anyway. Yeah. And there, this one can get, the, the, we have to build scaffolding to remember things. Okay. We have to accept that we don't remember. That has nothing to do with intelligence. It's just the way our brains work. Our brains are porous and we forget things. Part of that is because we're not paying attention. And if you're not paying attention to something, it doesn't dive deeper into your memory banks. But we have to build scaffoldings of strategies and systems. And there are many different kinds and many ways to do that we will talk about in future podcasts. But we have to have a scaffolding of support to help us remember things. Gotcha. I think for me, the the simplest version of that is always just put a reminder in the calendar and then I get a, I get a ding or a, or I see it, you know? Um, yeah. And I try and, to just, yeah. I, I envision like if I sign up for a trial for a piece of software or a thing online, right? I always set a reminder for a few days before it's going to end just so I, I, I can at least make the decision about canceling it before I get charged, you know? Like, exactly. Yeah. Super. Yeah. So it's, it's noticing the oopses. I have a reminder now. I use a reminder app on my phone that's different. I don't, cause I don't like to uh, clog up my calendar with reminders, but I have a reminder app on my phone that every couple of weeks it says, check the PO box. Oh, wow. Because I don't ever want to do that again. And then in October when the bill is due, actually I set it up on automatic billing, but before I could do that, then there, there was the annual reminder, um, darling girl, you're P.O. box bill is due because I don't and I I often talk very nicely to myself. I was, I was just my noticing that. That's awesome. I love that because mine is like you idiot. You know, like oh, no. <laughs> uh, hey moron, you gotta you know. <laughs> <laughs> you don't. Okay, I like that. I like that's very nice. I'm not gonna call myself darling girl, but I'm gonna think about that. <laughs> okay, cool. So I mean, is that what we're gonna say about forgetting for now? Yeah, that's a, that's enough because there's a lot that we yeah. can do on that. Okay, all right. And then I guess we're down to ignoring. Yeah. 
And then you got to get really honest with yourself and you have to dive into the reality. We don't like to live in reality, but we have to in order to wrestle this beast of ADHD down to the ground. And we have to stop and consider the consequences. Okay. So if, if I decide to ignore doing such and such, what are the consequences? You know, maybe there's nothing bad that's really going to happen. But maybe it is something that's going to be bad that could happen. So what happens when we ignore something? And, and it's getting just wrapping our arms around that. And then you build on to that. Okay, if I realize that the consequences are drastic, if I ignore something, then how do I push past the procrastination? How do I get clear on the steps? How do I remember? So that one circles back into the many of the other skills of, of living easier with ADHD. I think there's this one is interesting, the way that you just frame this, because I think you could flip it on its head. And because there are things that I think are important right now, like are, that are impulsively important, not really important. And yeah. I, I've been inclined to think about the consequences of those too, right? So in other words, um, Tim Ferriss in his book, The 4-Hour Workweek, he, uh-huh. he mentions this idea of the art of letting bad things happen. And and it's almost like, a you know, maybe, maybe the bad thing that's going to happen if I don't address this whatever problem it is at the moment um, isn't as bad as I think it is. And so yeah. that's actually worked to help me reprioritize things that for whatever reason, my brain has decided this is really critical right now and it's not. <laughs> so yes. that consequences, the idea of the consequences, just thinking that through is really helpful. And I, I feel like I shouldn't have to do that, but it's helpful if I do it. <laughs> yeah. You know, shooting all over yourself, David, isn't very successful. I've been trying to stop shooting on myself, I, <laughs> I, but you know, then you get in the loop, right? I shouldn't. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> I shouldn't should. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, but that's that's a that is a really you got to give yourself permission to to be okay with whatever. Like you said, you have to deal with reality. So yeah. And it's nothing to do with intelligence. And that's the thing that we have to remember. And that's a huge block for some people. Like you are an extremely intelligent person and I have a number of clients who are extremely extremely intelligent people and it even gets harder for them because you're always relying on this, you know, I I'm, I'm too smart to have to deal with this. I well, shouldn't have to. I mean, it's yeah, kind of why you am to I refer dealing? to me that way. I think you are also, but but you're you're absolutely right. We it almost makes things worse. You set up this expectation on yourself because you know you were called gifted in school or you have a Mensa membership or whatever it is, and you and you're yeah. like you, these are the things that like I, I I am this. I shouldn't have to do that. <laughs> but, exactly. Oh, that's exactly. that's just worse. Yikes. And then it, and then you're battling reality, which just makes everything worse. Dealing in so reality, you, that's a good one. I, I really like yeah. that one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I, as we're talking, David, we just just came up with a whole list of future podcasts. We just so. did our work. Right. Right. Planning is done. Hey, I love it. <laughs> and now we we don't Bam. even have to prepare now. I mean, no, I'm kidding. High five us. There, there, there we, we go. go. <laughs> I like it. Well, I think, like you said, any one of these, th- these are like topics that we could really seriously dive in and and spend some time addressing. So I'm wondering about what our listeners are hearing. So if you're listening to this and you're like, what did what came, what came to mind? What did you hear? What is it that that's jumping out at you right now? 
we want to hear from you because we obviously want to make the podcast episodes that are going to be most useful and interesting to you as well. So um, why don't you be sure to write in? You know, you can tweet us, you can email us, you can go to the website and fill out the contact form. And uh, we want to hear from you about what is interesting and um, and worth worth noodling on from what you've heard so far today. And like you said, Dana, I think I think we've got some great stuff to talk about in the future. Yeah. And when they write in or tweet or whatever, we promise we won't forget to look at them. <laughs> we'll read everything, whether we respond or not. No, I'm kidding. We, but no, see, we, we're, we can do this. We will because because we have systems in place. This is one of the reasons, Dana, when I think I told you this, when I was looking for who who do I want as my ADHD coach, I, I, I saw lots of great stuff online and materials that were produced and published and stuff. But a, a large number of the people who clearly had ADHD, obviously that was one of my first prerequisites, right? But a large number of them, what I, what I what, let me reframe it. What I was looking for was someone that was clearly executing well. <laughs> <laughs> and I saw that you had, you finished things and you executed well. <laughs> and so, yes, we will execute well if you write in. Smoke and mirrors, David. It's, Smoke and mirrors. Well, hey, if it, it's no, the impression really. is is uh, you know perceptions are reality. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, so no, that's good stuff. So I'm excited about those, and um, I would be curious, Dana, if you have something that you would want to leave our listeners with today. That would be, you know, sort of a, a practical thing or a or a takeaway from today's episode. Yes, it's when you hear yourself saying. I'll remember that. You've got to stop, take a breath, and say, remember you'll forget, write it down. Remember nice. you'll forget, write it down. Nice. And write it in some way that you'll see it again. <laughs> yes. And even if that is saying, I, I'm going to cover my phone up because Siri gets excited when I say her name, but even if it means mm. saying, hey, Siri, remind me to do such and such. Yeah, Absolutely. We might have to scramble her name on the podcast so we don't inadvertently uh, in the final edit. Everybody's everybody's phone lights up. Yeah, if they're listening, on, you know, on speakers instead of headphones. So, uh, yeah, absolutely. No, that's good. That is really, really, really good. I like that. And um, awesome. Well, as always, this is a blast. I I have notes <laughs> from today. Yeah, he's been taking notes here. I have been. Yeah, and I'm going to use them I just too. Lost myself a client. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I am not going to forget to review my notes. <laughs> hey, David, so I have a question. Okay. How, what are you up to in your business real fast, and how can people find you? Oh, sure. We're training people. Uh, actually, right at the moment, as we record this, we're training people how to not get their businesses hacked into. Oh, my gosh. Small businesses are being targeted with uh, cyber attacks. So um, visit growthedream.com. That's, that's the best way to find out all about that stuff. <laughs> And now I'm really, really scared because of that. And in the Success Club, the ADHD Success Club, which is my fabulous group program, we are about to start our unit on time management, nice. how to get task lists and calendars and priorities and all that good stuff. So ADHD Success Club, DanaRayburn.com. Awesome. All right. You can also visit kicksomeadhd.com and find links out to both of us and what's going on and all of our social media accounts and all that good stuff. So please do that right in and we will hope to see you again on the next episode of Kick Some ADHD. Yay, David. Yay. See you then. Bye. Bye. Okay. 
hope you've enjoyed this episode of Kick Some ADHD with Dana Rayburn and David Johnson. Did you find this helpful? Please share it with everyone you know who, squirrel, uh, um, has ADHD or might, and leave a rating and a review in your podcast app. It helps other people find us. For more help with ADHD, including information on Dana's ADHD Success Club and episodes of Kick Some ADHD you've missed, go to kicksomeadhd.com.